out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today I talk with my new friend Carmen. It is so weird how life and synchronicity work. I've literally never heard of a shaman before in my life and suddenly, within a month, I've met an apprentice shaman, someone who was just starting to study to become one, and a friend to be seeing one. How freaky is that? I got to know Carmen through Janine, the healer from the third episode of Meet Me in the Field. I was intrigued when I heard she is a shamanika and was ecstatic when she offered to be a guest on Meet Me in the Field. As always, I allowed the conversation to flow, as I had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. I learned a lot there. If you want to know more about what Shaman does and can maybe do for you, find her on her Facebook page, Shaman Spirit. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on The First Layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Also look out for my latest book, who is due to be launched on the 28th of September, called Life Anon, a 12-step workbook for non-addicts. This is Carmen's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Carmen, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Good. Welcome to Meet Me in the Field. Lovely and to be here. Pleasure to meet you. I've heard a lot of you, but I've never met you. I went to cyberstalk you the other day on, on Facebook. <laughs> and I looked and I said, You don't look the way I thought you would look. <laughs> and it's always amazing. We would have a picture in our mind of something until we see the real thing and then we can't remember the picture. Yes. So I can't tell you what I thought you would look like, but <laughs> but this curly head girl was, wasn't it. So um, it's, it's quite nice to meet you and to beautiful smile as well. Now, we haven't met until today. And I love speaking to people on the podcast that I don't know because it's really exciting to, to, to discover something completely new. The only thing I know about you is that you are, well, I thought you were a shaman, but now you tell me that you're an apprentice shaman. Yes, very so let, important. Let's start there. What yes. is a shaman? Okay, let's start with first what, what shamanism is, because, shamanism, cool. because uh, that's quite a, okay. it's becoming yes, quite well known here. Um, um, so by definition, you can look at shamanism as the, uh, the study and practice of the principles and techniques of a shaman. So the okay. shaman will practice shamanism. Cool. And the interrelationship with one's own spirit okay. and that of everything else and anything else, be it mineral animal, plant, okay. and celestial. Ah. So, so shamanism, and, uh, shamanism is the oldest, the first way of life. It's not a religion, okay. it's not a dogma, it doesn't have a set of rules. It's just a way of life, really, and um, connecting with nature, knowing that nature and everything is the same as us. No one's cool. higher or lower. Okay. And it's developing uh, a two-way communication with nature, not nature worship. But okay. just developing that, that communication with, with all. The shaman is the shaman being a male or shamanika being a female. Okay. 
is a person who uh, usually have a calling. You can't just read a book and be a shaman, <laughs> okay, you know, right. or, or take a course and think. But you, you have a calling. Traditionally, it's from spirit. So there's many callings. You can have near-death experiences or in dreams, etc., etc. And uh, that person, uh, through rigorous training, it's a lifelong training, okay. is able to... Uh, connect with spirit in the shaman's world we have there's other dimensions within our world this is referred to as ordinary reality ah, okay ordinary boring ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> the boring reality the, the year and the now yeah <laughs> that's why so, so many of us try to escape it because it's just so bloody mundane it's, yeah it's, it's very <laughs> okay, mundane cool. yeah <laughs> The shaman has uh, has access to other realities. Okay. Um, the, the symbol of that is the world tree. If you look at the tree, you have the the uh, the, the roots and the trunk and the branches. Yes. And the shaman is able to, uh, through imagination, go through a, an entrance in the tree, which will take you down to what we call the lower world. It's not hell or anything. It's just yeah. another world, the middle world, which is here, and then the upper world. Okay. So the shaman or shamanika is able to uh, connect or go into these worlds and connect with teachers and masters and spirits and uh, to bring back knowledge okay. and wisdom and healing gained from these teachers uh, to this world. Cool. It's also about bringing in balance, keeping balance. And then, uh, yeah, the shaman is a person that would bring in or works with someone uh, that has lost life force. Through through loss, okay. be it loss of power, um, we all we've we've all felt what it's yeah. like not to have power, and uh, through what we call soul loss. Okay. Uh, again, we've all experienced that it's some uh, anything that uh, that is traumatic. Yeah. Um, and what happens is like in my case, addiction. Like addiction robbed me yeah. of my soul. Yeah. So yeah. I had to through yeah. the process re, re yes. figure out who I am. Yes. And you lose so you could sorry to interrupt you mm. there. So. A, a, a shaman, Nico, a shaman, could have assisted me on that journey yes. of, of rediscovering my soul, yes. which could have made it a, a faster process yes. than what I've been through, for instance. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. A lot of the time, the soul piece, uh, it, it's quite a healthy uh, thing what the soul does. is because they any traumatic experience, the soul sort of leave, so you can go through that trauma. Sometimes it comes back. But sometimes it does, especially if it's ongoing trauma, like okay. some sort of abuse, sexual, that kind of a thing. And then the shaman or shamanika then will go uh, what we refer to as journey, uh, where we go and find that essence and we bring okay. that back and actually blur that into your heart chakra. Um, so we've all felt what it's like to, uh, if you just don't feel yourself or something no. is missing yes. or that kind of a thing. So there's that aspect. And then another form of, of loss of power is, is intrusions or uh, attachments. Okay. And this stuff is very real, uh, spiritual attachments. Uh, worst case scenario being possession, which takes many, many, many years. But we live in a, a society now where, or you know, in the city where there's lots of uh, spiritual parasites that attach to our aura, okay. outside of our aura. And depending on your vibrational state, they can attach. Sometimes they will leave if you're, uh, you know, yeah, just depending where you are. And they can cause havoc. You know, one moment you can come home and you're feeling irritable. You just don't feel, uh, or you're angry or you're whatever, whatever. Yeah. Then then that's an awareness that there, there's something interfering in your life force. Okay. And, uh yeah, there's all in the shamanic world. There's all kinds of attachments, 
and uh, they can really make you sick, really make you ill. Okay. Um, so yeah, we were. Those are the three modalities that we work with. So you can also help people with physical illnesses. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so it's not just a, a spiritual realm that that, that you function on. No. Okay. Cool. Um, what I do is I um, I can access your physical body and your spiritual body and if there's anything affecting that so i'll be able to uh, sense what's happening in your body how you are yeah. if you have any attachments usually that happens in the spiritual body first so i'm able to see if you have attachments in the spiritual body and how it's affecting you physically okay whether it's affecting your mind because that's what yeah. happens is if they they attach to your mental body first so they want to affect your mind okay with uh, negative thoughts fear that kind of thing and that's how they start to break down and then obviously yeah you they cause illness okay um, any kind of, sometimes um i've just been working with someone who's suffering from chronic fatigue when i saw there was attachments okay. and that can also cause to that so we just remove the attachments. Some to, some of them are a lot more tenacious than others. Sometimes it's just about smudging, but sometimes again we have to. The shaman has to go into an altered state of consciousness. We work with our spirit family, and they they are the helpers and the guides that that, that work with these kind of okay. things. Same with the the soul loss. We work. The the shamans have um, uh, what we refer to power animals, animal spirit guides. And a spirit family that, that, that helps. We're just the conduit, yes. really. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, and then there's that. So, what is your spirit animal? Um, the wolf. A wolf, yes. Okay. <laughs> She's wearing a t shirt with a most beautiful picture of a, a wolf howling on. It's so beautiful. Where did you get it, by the way? I actually had these made many, many years ago. I just saw the picture and uh, I thought, wow. And I just had a few t shirts it's absolutely printed. Absolutely beautiful. And yeah. So, spirit of the wolf. Um, and then I have the owl. Oh, oh, I love owls as well. Yeah, when we, just with, with this, this, this um, with the, what we refer to power animals. It's not really an individual animal. It's the consciousness of the wolf species. Cool. And if you look at the wolf, they have certain traits and characteristics, which uh, if you have that animal spirit, you would have those traits okay. and characteristics, which they actually bring to the surface. Unfortunately, it's not, we're not brought up with that in the Western no. world. Um, but each of us have what we refer to a power animal or animal spirit guide, which is the uh, our spiritual protectors. So when you're feeling, uh, if you don't have power, which we've all felt, insecure, lack of confidence, you get sick very quickly, or you just don't have that mental power or that yeah. spiritual power, then you know that that animal is, is it's, it's not in your energy field okay and then at another time is we uh, the shaman will do a journey to what we refer to as a power animal retrieval okay and actually get that essence it's not an it's not an, uh, an energy that's outside of you but it's within you okay but we can still look at you know like a wolf and draw on those attributes cool did you ever see the movie the golden compass I have recently, yes. I, yes. That's one of my absolute yeah. favorite movies of all time, with it's, this whole idea that, that your, what your soul is a demon. Yes. And, and your demon walks next to you. And, and what I found fascinating the whole time during the movie was when two adults will speak and there will be a dynamic between them while the real dynamic is happening between the, yes. the, the two demons. I yeah. love yeah. that. I must have seen that movie three or four times. I've read the book and it's just... Just an amazing, amazing thing. I met mine. Is a spirit animal and your, your what do you call it, your power? A 
power is animal. Is that the same, the, the same yeah. type of thing? Yeah, there's many, many names. Power animal comes from the, the, the indigenous shamans. Okay. Um, you can have animal spirit guide. Uh, familiar is another one. Uh, but your animal spirit guide, I think, would be the okay. most universal. Um, but power animal, just referring to because they imbue that your the power, okay. and uh, you have to actually have a relationship with this essence, and uh, you know learn. I always tell clients once we've done a power animal retrieval or that integration is immediately to do some research on what the wolf yes. is. Have a picture up somewhere mm. and uh, draw. A picture or make a song about it and really build a relationship with this with this essence or with this energy like with any relationship yeah. you know yeah, it's not and just going to happen you yeah need to work on it, yeah. it's quite um, it's it can be a little bit odd for some especially if you don't see it you know you're working with an energy yeah but you know like I said put up pictures um, you know that out of sight out of mind yeah. and just build up a up a relationship until and start to visualize them and uh, until you actually start to yeah feel cool. them and yeah. yeah i met mine during meditation one morning yes but it was so weird i never knew about these things i was meditating and suddenly i just i don't know what, what happened i suppose i went into that zone that everybody wants to go into during yes. meditation where i was not here and i i saw this picture forming in my head and I suddenly realized that this is a bear's face that is right up here close to me and the bear looked at me very quizzically kind of tilted mm -hmm. its head to, to, to different sides and looked at me Watching and, you, yeah. and my feeling was that I need to be afraid you know that this is this is something completely freaky I don't know what the hell's going on and then the bear opened its mouth as if it's wanted as if it wanted to say something and it obviously didn't close its mouth again and then it disappeared. And what an amazing experience. I, I had no idea what happened. So immediately I started talking to friends who meditate, who do yoga, who are far more spiritually connected than I am. And the message was kind of you met your, your spirit animal. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. It was, yeah. So I started reading up a lot more about Good. it. Yeah. And I believe that's one reason why I hate winter, is bears hibernate in winter. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not made to be around yeah. when it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be colder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have the certain traits and characteristics yeah. of them. And, uh, and strength, yeah. leadership. Yes. So that, yes. that was lovely to, 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 to connect with because that was a phase in my life where I, I was recently clean and I was really struggling with my own self-esteem, didn't believe that I had leadership qualities, mm. all those type of things. Mm. Mm. And I, 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 I believe it was just him coming to say, hey, I exist. Yes. yes. I'm here. So be aware of me and, 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 and tap into the tap strength that I have. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was a wonderful yeah. experience. Yeah. So Carmen, where are you from? Are you from Cape Town? Yes, I am from Cape Town, born here. I've done quite a bit of traveling, but uh, yeah, I'm from here. Lived overseas? Yeah, I lived in England for 12 years. Oh, wow, mm. 12. After school, I went overseas. That was nice, in my 20s. And then I came back for eight years and then I went to Peru. Peru? I ended up living in the jungle for four months. Oh, wow. Yes, that oh, was really nice. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and that was at the beginning of my calling. You know, I didn't, when I had my calling, I had never even heard of the word shaman. I didn't even know what that meant. So I had to do a lot of research on that okay. to, to mentally understand. Yeah. Uh, 17 years later, I've got it. <laughs> cool. Now the journey yeah. starts. <laughs> so did you grow up religiously? Yeah, I my grandparents brought me up and so they were Jehovah's Witness. 
then they changed to uh, reborn Christian, and then I went in Sabi. I was at a Catholic convent. Oh my word! Then I went to Enghia uh, <laughs> uh, School in Villiersdorp. Oh I've had a bit of a taste of everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah. did any of it resonate with you? Nothing resonated. I, be, 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 as I opened my mouth to ask the question, I looked up at her face, and it was very clear that this question <laughs> is, is, is superfluous. <laughs> you know, I don't have to ask the question, but it was, I started, so so I, I decided to let it out. The one thing I did love, though, as a child, when uh, we used to go to the church, the, the, the Christian church, I was fascinated and loved how uh, everybody would sing and stand and raise their hands and clap. Yeah. I loved that. Um, but and, other until than you that, got to the NG Kerk and they dragged their singing yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, I'll never forget as a yeah, child. And that piano, that, that, oh, oh, that organ, oh, yes. That organ. <laughs> listening to, listening to yeah. a song. Coming from Verleerstop, your Afrikaans should be, should be good. But yeah. um, the Afrikaans song, Jeig al wat leef, Jeig voor die heer. And that, I mean, that's a jubilant song. But for, oh my <laughs> God. No, you know, this is no. <laughs> if I were God, I would actually kind of frankly smite, smite you with Wierlichstrans, you wake fuck up. You know? yeah. This is not what I want to hear. <laughs> so, um, and I, I often wonder, I, I love American gospel music. Yes. Because there's, there's such passion and energy and vibrancy involved in it. Yes. And I often wonder, I wonder if I grew up in a church like that. To, to, to actually grow up with this kind of connection of, of jubilation and gratitude and, 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 and um, I don't know what to call it, nearly a type of a higher calling type of thing, whether I would have connected differently with religion. But yeah. I didn't, and I, I didn't connect with mm. it. So your journey is very much the same as well. There just yeah. wasn't that, that, no. that connection. I've always, I've always, as a child, I'm an only child, so I was always um, very much on my own in nature. I had a horse. Oh, wow. And after school, I would just get on my horse and my dog and we would just go into uh, into the farmlands and uh, just stay there. That sounds till, wonderful. Till night and I would come yeah. home and uh, sleep in the stable with my horse. <laughs> so Are you I was, serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so I was very yeah. much in nature um, and was able to hear animals from a very early age and talk to them. They were my best friends. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, uh, it sounds if there's a... There's a young adult story in there. See. Have you ever thought of writing? I have. They've, my guides have told me many times, get writing, get so writing. So get writing. I, I, I try. can definitely and then, hear beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah. Get somebody who can write yeah. and tell, I, I, tell I, them some stories yeah. and let, let's see what they can, yeah. can, can come and up also, with. And also, yeah, a, a story, a book of my life that definitely is on the... Awesome. Know, from, yeah, just the experiences with, that I've had with nature and, and spirit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my journey on the path of a shaman. Um, you know, these last 17 years have been, it's, it's crazy. It's quite a lonely So have path. you been an apprentice shaman now, for, shamanika, for 17 years? 17 So years. when do you qualify? <clears throat> well, it's up to the spirits. The spirits okay. called me. Um, I follow the Siberian tradition. So we have a master spirit guide, which is called the Uda spirit, who's responsible for your calling and initiation. And then I have the other five that all serve as a certain... Uh, like I have Indian who actually teaches me the shamanic language and the okay. chanting then the grandmother who's the one that works the healing etc um, but I think I needed to get I needed to understand it it's very very involved okay. um, and you know also the Siberian language as well so now 17 years later um, I've 
got it. I understand the principles and the techniques. Cool. And uh, so it's just now about practicing, really. And uh, it's up to the spirits, you know, that I, I get initiated. Uh, I know when I'm going through initiations as well. And it's up to the spirits when they, when you will be defined as what a master yeah. shaman if they want to. But uh, yeah. Cool. So, so I, I, that's going to be another couple of years. Maybe, maybe, my, not. maybe not. But, <laughs> but so it's, how did your calling happen? I've had... Uh, was, was that a, uh, I don't want to talk about <laughs> no, it. Oh, it's a long story. No, oh, I, just, I just feel sorry for the spurs because it took so long to try and get my attention. I've had... <laughs> I, I always... That's interesting you're saying that because I... doesn't matter what religion, religion people follow or, or what spiritual path they follow. I think one characteristic we all have is that characteristic of not listening. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I think our whatever guides we have get so impatient with yeah. us, kind of for fuck's sake, yeah. just listen, you know. <laughs> or the, those people who keep on saying, "I keep on asking God for," "I keep on asking God for," "I keep on asking God for." And my my question to them normally is, "And what do you do to listen?" Listen, yeah. And invariably, the the, the answer is a big frown and kind of, "What do you mean?" Mm. So, well, if you're asking, you need to do at some stage shut the fuck up and yes. listen. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. People don't realize yeah. that. So you also didn't listen for a while. I like, didn't I know. Gather. I had <laughs> I had four or five near death experiences, um, and I still I didn't yeah all, all with horses. And then now that I look back, I realize that they obviously uh, needed to intrigue me or get my inten- attention. And uh, I was at home one day with my friend and my mother at that time when we had a relationship. And the next door neighbor said, we're having a clairvoyance evening, would you like to come? I'm like, okay, great. This is, I mean, I hadn't even started on any part, but I was intrigued by, you know, these things. And we went over to her house and she had set a table up like glassy glassy yeah. and I was like oh and I knew about that because I've been in boarding school and you oh, know okay, stuff. Yeah. and you don't mess with that stuff yeah. um, it's a tool but uh, it's all about intention and when it comes to things like glassy glassy your intention is there's no to have fun and games and no, it's not not something to play with it's not it's, something to yeah. play with um, anyway I went there and this thing started and the glass started moving and <laughs> been there and it, it just didn't uh, you know uh, yeah and so I went home and my mom and friend came home about an hour later they still wanted to continue playing this so they played it in my cottage and I still remember there was this naughty spirit because obviously with the intention this naughty spirit that really sent my mother on a ghost on, on a, on a, on a uh, um, wild, goose, a wild chase. goose chase thank you fabulous yes. I think a couple of days later, my friend that was with had met this guy in the road. I lived in Penhill. I grew up there. And he had this board. It was called the Shamanic Pathfinder. And he said, give this to Carmen. What? She had never, ever met him. I didn't know who he was. Oh, my word. So she came home. She said, Carmen, look at this. Look at this. And it was the same. So we opened it. And it's the same concept as the Ouija board or glass, if if you want to label that. Um, but it was a beautiful board with the uh, with the directions and all animals and crystals, and uh, the the alphabet, and in the middle was the world, the picture of a world, and then this planchette. So it's the same sort of concept. Okay. And I read about it, and this is where I heard about the shamanism, and I thought, oh, this sounds, this sounds right. This, you know. Yeah. And uh, then this planchette in the middle. It's the same sort sort of concept. You put your hand on this planchette, and you 
have to wait for it to move. And uh, I would sit with this thing for days and nothing, nothing happened. And then one day I said, what is it that you want from me? And this thing actually literally shot off and hit the wall. I was like, okay, now you've got my attention. <laughs> and Apparently think, whispering doesn't work. You need to shout. Yeah. And for six months, I just persevered. And this, with my hand on this, this thing started to move. And I thought, you know, is this me pushing it now? But anyway, and uh, eventually this planchette with my hand, I realized that very lightly that this thing would just move all over the board and then start spelling out things and... Um, in that process, I started to hear clearly. Or I just, well, at that stage, I heard all these voices. So I started to hear, and I was on that board for about six months. And I went into meditation. They told me to once they I had sort of got some messages, and I thought, okay, this is very intriguing. And um, and then I went into meditation to get more clear of of, and it just started from there. Okay. And uh, it was a little bit of a tough time because I heard all these voices. So. I thought I was going crazy. I thought I was possessed. Was my mother my thought Christian I was possessed. Yeah. It was quite, uh, she even called in an exorcist. Oh ex- yeah, no, it was crazy. But I just felt in my heart that this felt right. Mm. Didn't know how, but I just, and I had to trust with that. And um, that's, yeah. And it was, I've been basically on this journey on my own. I haven't really, there's been no one I can talk to. Yeah. I really just had to trust. Um, that feels good. Um, the hearing after I sort of, worked on that and over the years uh, just got to individually work with each guide and and just have that faith and just see shamanism is all about uh, doing it's the experience that that comes from that and just trusting and that's where I am now 17 years I've got it finally and uh, persevered and uh, now I feel that the, the real training starts oh, cool. because you can't, you know, if you don't understand something, you're yeah. not going to be able to move forward. Yeah. And I, yeah, I had to do a lot of research, um, although reading other people's truths. Um, there's a gentleman, Stephen Hawkins, yes. familiar with Stephen Hawkins. He died last year. Yeah. This year. Yeah. yeah. Last year, I think. But uh, the, the other day I was... Um, listening to a a trance song and he comes on and he talks about the shaman and in the middle he talks about the shamanic world or the shamanic path is a path that you can't that 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 can't speak english that's a if that makes sense and so all the experiences that i've had because nature is the greatest teacher i've never really it all happens in the heart space never really been able to explain it um, so that was a wonderful confirmation. Thank you to Stephen Hawkins. I was going to say, sorry to interrupt you, but Stephen Hawkins is kind of the, the uber scientist. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. I'm not really familiar with him. This yeah. was the first time I actually need to go and Google more on his, his thoughts on shamanism. But that was such a powerful thing when he said that the, the shaman is in a world that doesn't speak English, that can't speak English, because the things that happen in nature, nature is our best teacher, and especially for the shaman, the shamanika working with the trees and the minerals, yeah. and um, and these experiences happen through the heart space that you can't put into words. Um, and that was really, and, uh, so, oh, so yeah. Nice. That was a, that, that, that was now, a now it dawns on me, it makes sense, yeah. And from that... That sort of made sense because you know on this path as well a lot of the times you think you're going crazy is is a delusion many many times 
um, you know, you're delusional. And, uh, you know, in, in the indigenous cultures, they refer to the shamans as schizophrenics. Uh, if you if you if you uh, had schizophrenia, then it would be you got you having a calling. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But um, great journey, very very lonely, can be quite lonely because Sounds you like have it, to yeah. yeah you have to really dedicate your life and your priority to your work, to being yeah. in service, and to your spirit family. Okay. And uh, yeah, um, but wonderful wonderful journey, and uh, so that was my calling. Wonderful. Quite, quite different. So, <clears throat> I got to hear about you. I told you Tyson might come and visit. Lovely. From a mutual friend, Janine, who oh. is very open about these type of things. So that must have been interesting for you to meet someone who is so just kind of embracing oh yes so su suddenly you've actually know somebody who you can talk to and relate oh, to yes. on, on that level and they can understand yeah absolutely absolutely because a lot of times i listen to janine to janine and she kind of freaks me out <laughs> but w once once one puts your and that's interesting what what, what you say once one, one puts your brain process aside and connect with what's being said with a heart then the journey becomes different. Yes, yes. And I think that's a huge, a huge challenge for us in this generation is we're a brainy nation. Yeah. We're not taught to feel. We're not yeah. taught to trust our gut. We're not taught to go inside and listen to our gut. Yeah. And that's something that, that recovery, for instance, has taught me. Kind of stop think you're trying to think yourself out of a situation or into a situation and Feel yourself feel, there. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, you know, as you say, we, we spend most of our time up in our head and uh, we're supposed to be here. We're yes. supposed to feel from the heart, think, see, touch, everything. And that's how that's our nature communicates through the through the feeling center, yeah. through telepathy, especially with animals working. Look at, look at elephants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's the very, very clear that, that, yeah. that there's some form of communication happening Absolutely. between them. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, the animals and the trees, and they all have feeling. Yeah. It, it might not be the same as us. They might not speak, but there is still a consciousness yeah. and an awareness and an aliveness. And uh, that, that can only, we can only communicate through the through the heart space yeah. um, and, and, and with the intention of love and compassion first. But the key is to get in touch with one's own spirit first. We're very disconnected from ourselves, yeah. firstly, um, never mind from everybody else and from source Absolutely. and from nature. Yeah. We think that we're the pinnacle, but we're not. We're actually last on the ladder. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever watch the documentary about Dame Judy Dench and her forest garden? No. Not. I know her. I know Judy Dench, though. So Judy Dench has a Google something like Judy Dench Forest Garden okay. or whatever. Okay. She, she has this huge estate and she, she, she secured a very small part of it as kind of a garden and the rest is just forest. And a group of scientists goes in to teach her more about what's actually happening in a forest. In one of the things that they do with her is they attach a listening to device to the tree trunk and put earphones on the ears you can hear yeah. how the tree sucks up the things from the earth wow. it's kind of 
oh my god this is amazing yeah and they also talk about the the interconnectedness between the um the, the roots and i see a lot more stuff about that how the there's a root network between trees and and there's a lot said that that's how they communicate through the roots yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's interesting wow. because i have a thing for trees i have Good. quite a lot of t-shirts with trees on um i have a thing for dead trees okay. I, I started collecting i started taking photos of dead trees for a while and i don't know why i just found it there's something very the word i'm going to use is essential you see the essence of, of a tree when it doesn't have leaves and that's what i i, okay. I love looking sure. at the essence of, of, of what yeah. the tree was and I actually have 12 photos of trees in that cupboard, which are small, that my sister-in-law gave to me as a gift. And I just don't have place in this house to put them up. Yeah, and trees are very sacred in the shamanic world They are wonderful, well. wonderful things. <coughs> yeah, I yeah. love trees. Yeah. And elephants. Yeah. I've got such a passion for elephants. I actually have my, my tattoo. Is well, that could also be another power animal. Is, is that so? Yeah. That's an elephant from the side. Okay, okay. Because that is, um, for me, that's strength yes. and wisdom. Yeah. There's such, yeah. such wisdom there. Well, it could be another power animal. You can have anything up oh, to. Cool. And I've got five, six. Oh, wow. Yeah. They awesome. come and go, though. Um, yeah. You know, they can come in a certain journey or time in your life to help you with a certain thing, and they can leave. But uh, your birth one, would I refer to it. Yeah. Okay. So that could be also. And can things like pets be a a guide <clears throat> they can i believe they can you know you'll have you'll have those animals that uh that have made a, a, a sort of a contract to be with you mm. uh, again cats as well are very they're not your average they're also from a different dimension they're not your average uh, certain dogs yes i do believe that um, I do believe mine are. My two boys are in my dreams every single night. Are you serious? Every single night. If they're oh, not wow. in the dream, they're on the outskirts protecting. Okay. Um, so, yes, I, I do believe they can. And uh, they also can, uh, um, if they pass on before you, they can reincarnate. And they can come back to be with you to continue that, okay. that contract. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, as I said, certain, certain, not your very, very domesticated yeah. dogs, not really, because obviously that those dogs as well carry a lot of our stuff and are very simple. So you look at the different breeds. Okay. Yeah. But yes. Now you've got, what's your breeds? Um, I've got Husky. Huskies. I've got one Husky, Snow, and uh, I have Siku, who is, his mother was Husky and his father was Wolf. German Shepherd. Wow. A lot of wolf traits. Very, very blessed. Where does the name Siku come from? Siku means ice in the Eskimo language, okay. Inuit language. Cool. And uh, yeah, Snow, also a very, very special boy. Um, on the 12th of December 2012, I was guided to go into the mountains, the Helderberg Mountains. I didn't know where, but intuitively I did feel that there was a cave there of some sort. And before I got Siku, so I had no dogs. And I left on the Friday at sunrise, and as I opened my gate, here yeah, is this white husky waiting for me at the gate. He had obviously broken out somewhere, so I said, well, I'm going up the mountain, you can join me, <laughs> or you can carry on running. Yeah. He came with me, and he stayed with me, and um, I was there for, what, 24, 30, about a day and a half, but... 
and they were I'll never forget there was a big I found a cave up there oh, wow. <laughs> there was a big rock and he would just sit there he, did, he didn't move for those the whole time found the owners uh, they wouldn't give him to me so that's when I got sickle but a year later they called me and said do I want him oh wow so the two so very special boys awesome. yeah yeah so tell me about your journey is it your journey how did it happen that you ended up in the forest in Peru in Peru um, yeah in the beginning that was in the beginning of my calling um, and I just felt I needed to be with shamans um, so I thought the Peruvian shamans but they're not my ancestry is native Indian and Siberian now you've answered my question yeah. native Indian okay cool but I did go there and uh, realized that they weren't but I did have the opportunity to stay there and just to be in the land and just be amongst that that culture which was really really great and uh, but yeah realized that they weren't my not my ancestry okay no yeah and was that part of the Amazon yes in Iquitos oh wow Iquitos that must have been an amazing experience it was experience. lovely it was lovely it was uh, the jungle was really nice yeah. not, not what I expected yeah. <laughs> but it was lovely and uh, the people were lovely and uh, did a lot of uh, ayahuasca. Ah. A lot of ayahuasca. And uh, it was a wonderful opportunity. Okay. Yeah. But I need to go to Siberia at is some that, stage. That's where that I the, need the, to be. Oh, mm. well, I hope you've got warm clothes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mind the cold. Yeah. Well, as you, as you can hear, I, I, I can't. I, I can't the wolves, deal. They love the cold. <laughs> as it, as it. Listen, Carmen. Um, you, you raised something really interesting earlier, and I had a very interesting conversation with a client last night, a person with a very high-pressurized job. And my, the conversation was around trauma mm -hmm. and being under that much pressure and that much stress on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis where you virtually don't have time to go to the toilet during sure. the day. I see that as a form of trauma. Yeah. It's what's well, continuing trauma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And is that something that you will be able to help somebody with? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What uh, would it traditionally do for somebody? If, if, if I sent her to you, where would you start with her? Well, do a diagnosis first and see what's happening. See if there's uh, uh, the soul loss or loss of power or or intrusions, which can also cause these kind of things. So find out what's happening there. Get that diagnosis first. Um, if we do a, a soul retrieval, um, it takes about an hour, hour and a half, um, where I actually uh, we work with with the shamanic. There's a lot of drumming and chanting to get into that altered state and also to have the client in a nice uh, state as well. And then we go and journey for this piece of soul. Sometimes, okay. I said, if it's continuous Trauma or abuse is not going to come back. It won't because it, 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 it's, it's afraid of that, that continuous. Okay. But uh, most most of the time they do come back because they want to be integrated. They want to con you know yeah. complete their... And you probably find a lot of the time as well a sole aspect that, that departed when the person was younger comes back, which then will then have a change actually in the current situation okay you'll find that that person might uh, think mm, this is not the life something happens there so yeah it all depends on you know if the soul piece wants to come back sometimes they don't come they don't want it because they're scared so we have to sort of uh, uh, work with them really nicely and assure the soul piece 
Yeah, so it's quite involved. Yeah. Integration starts immediately, but there is two follow-up sessions after it, so we, we work nicely okay. with that integration. Mm. So what I'm hearing, or what I want to hear maybe, is one of two things can happen for, for the client. Yes. <clears throat> one can be that, that the soul piece comes back, and does that soul piece then give you strength or coping mechanisms to, to, to deal with a difficult yeah. situation. Yeah. All the soul piece comes back and says, what the fuck are you doing in corporate life? You're not yeah. supposed to be yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is, and, and, and kind of gives you the, 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 the realization that yes. you're actually on the wrong path. Yeah. You see, because that soul piece is not integrated, you've become uh, more balanced and whole. Uh, so you, it starts to affect your mental, emotional, and you start, you just start to uh, feel different, act differently. Look at life differently. Look at life yeah. differently. And what the hell am I doing in here? And yeah. that's where changes, positive changes cool. uh, take place. Yeah, yeah. it affects, it affects every, um, you know, when we, be, when we can become more balanced and more whole, uh, that's when things start to happen. But yeah. when there's parts missing within us, exactly, um, yeah. you know, you can just, yeah, you can feel. You and, go through life you, being half a being or, or three quarters yeah. of a being. And you do things that uh, your mind thinks yeah. that you need to do. The mind process, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a great, great uh, beneficial with that. Awesome. And every single person here suffers and continues to suffer with soul loss, and they don't even realize it yeah. through trauma, whether it's stumping your toe. Uh, a lot of a lot of them happen uh, with relationships as well, breakups of relationships, mm-hmm. and unconsciously people actually steal parts of your soul, ah. especially with a breakup. If you don't want that person to go, yeah. you'll either give them unconsciously a piece of yeah. your soul, or vice versa, um, and that kind of a thing. And it's it's yeah. So the word soul destroying is actually a very prominent word or a very real word. In, 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 in what you do because so often in a relationship you do sell your soul yes and physically somebody actually takes a part of your soul and walks away with it and, yeah. and you left not yeah. not a full person yeah also when you're feeling that you can't live without that person yeah. just that thought and also, you know what we say yes and that, that we just manifest you know um, but yeah it happens a lot a lot with that and in other things, you know, with mothers as well, with with babies, if they lose babies, and that they can also, mm. yeah. So it's very, it's very involved, um, and it's but it's a it's a real thing. It is a real thing, and uh, hence why so many people just don't feel whole. Yeah. So when you start working with a client, is that is it? A, <laughs> Sorry for laughing, but Tyson's lying on my lap and he just extended his paw. And yeah. Carmen and Tyson are now holding hands, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful to, beautiful to see. Will your engagement with the client be, be long-term? You will take them on many journeys. How can I put this? I would, for instance, see a client on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Is that your engagement with the client? Or the client comes to you for three times, you, you address the situation that they're now dealing with. A, a year later, they realize that I'm still struggling with that. And then they come come back to you, and then you take them on another journey to. Yes, yes, it can. With this, with the soul retrieval, that's the that the main way where you'll continue with with a with a to restore power. That's a once off thing. Okay. They can also come back if they want to just discuss certain things that okay, are changes. Cool. But basically, that's a journey on there. And same with uh, 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 um, attachments. 
um, depending on the, the how strong this attachment is, it can happen just in one sitting, um, or we might have to do, say, two or three. But then okay. once it's been removed, uh, then that's fine. Yeah. The client just has to then, I, I just give them sort of ways in which that won't happen again, yeah. tools. But with soul retrieval, I will see them for the first time, retrieve that soul piece, and then see them twice just to work with them. Cool. And then until I feel and they feel that, They've got the hang of it, yeah. and then they could come back. Um, they could also, from that, just that, their life can get back to you know yeah. unity, or and off they go. And Ooh. thank you very much, and don't look back. Yeah. But but they could also maybe you know have some sort of soul loss again, yeah. or because it happens all the time. Um, yeah. We sell our souls for for very little on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. So where do people find you? Um, I have I don't have a web page yet, but I have on, I'm on Facebook. Cool. And then um, I have a, a Shaman Spirit is my page. On Facebook, if you search Shaman Spirit, yeah, they will find you. Yeah, cool. I'm having a web page, which obviously the address will be www.shamanspirit.coza. Cool. Uh, Shaman Spirit Facebook page, and then by WhatsApp or phone. Cool. Uh, but on your on your Facebook page, your contact details are there. Everything cool. is there. So I'll link yes. your, your Facebook page to the intro of this chat so yeah. people can find yeah. it. Frankly, what, what I'm hearing is that it sounds like it's really worth your while if you're struggling with ongoing things to actually just to have a session with you and see what comes up because it does sound as if you, they might be worth it. Yeah. So guys, if you're struggling with something, Shaman Spirit, Facebook, there you go. <laughs> That's the place to go. Carmen, thank you so much. Um, is there anything else you want us to, to know about you, about what you do before we end? Um, no, I think just uh, for everyone, just remember who you are. I think it's very, you know, take the time to remember who you are and uh, spend time with yourself. Start connecting with, with, your, with your own spirit and start uh, spending a lot more time in nature. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not talking about sitting in your garden, looking at your cell phone. I'm talking about really going into nature, leaving your cell phone at home, and really getting in touch with that. And we know what nature does for us. Yeah. And just start remembering who you are. Um, yeah, and and work and uh, getting out of the mind space into the travel into the, the thirty centimeters from the from the mind from into the, the heart. Yeah, yeah. it makes a world. And of if you feel as if you've you've sold your soul or given your soul away, then maybe you have. Yeah, absolutely. And then connect and go and find it. Absolutely. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Cool. I love how we are never too old to learn. I am constantly struggling with mouth ulcers, pimples at the ripe age of 52, and now even a sty. I cannot help but believe my body is trying to, to get rid itself of something. I think a session with Carmen is just what I need. I'm going to check out Shaman Spirit and take it from there. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. I want to thank Carmen for her time and energy in chatting to meet me in the field. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.